www.healthcmi.com. Acupuncture, continuing education online today. Acupuncture and herbs rival drug for restless legs syndrome. Acupuncture and herbal medicine rival drugs for restless leg syndrome, RLS. Second affiliated hospital of Zhejiang Traditional Chinese Medicine University researchers compared the therapeutic effects of acupuncture plus herbs with that of a pharmaceutical medication. One study group received acupuncture plus a modified version of the herbal formula Guizhou Lungumuli Tang, and another group received gabapentin. Based on the data, the researchers concluded acupuncture plus herbs is equally as effective as gabapentin for the treatment of restless leg syndrome. However, acupuncture plus herbs produce significantly less adverse effects. Drug therapy, 37.5% adverse effect rate. Acupuncture plus herbs, 2.5%. So drug therapy produced some nausea, vomiting, dizziness, drowsiness, and neurogenic edema. Uh, There were six cases of nausea and vomiting, 13 cases of dizziness, six cases of drowsiness, five cases of neurogenic edema. In the acupuncture group, there was only one case of nausea, zero cases of dizziness, one case of drowsiness, and zero cases of neurogenic edema. So, seems like a lot safer, seems to get the job done as well. Pretty good results. Myself in the clinic, we get pretty good results for RLS, but I will say that overall, it does need some follow-up care here and there. I wouldn't say we can necessarily cure it as much as control it for the uh, vast majority of the people. Here they used Jaji points, so the points on either side of the spine and the low back suggesting that there may be nerve root innervation issues. So Jaji points are not just there to benefit the disc or benefit the spine or the root of the nerve or even just the nearby Taiyang channels and Du channels. But Jaji points have another function of really benefiting all of the lower limbs in this position. They also use the modified herbal formula with Guizhou, Sheng Longgu, Sheng Muli, Sheng Zhang, Bai Shao, Da Zhao, Wu Weizhe, Huang Qi. All the dosages and the exact needling procedures are in the article at healthcmi.com in the news department. So if you go to healthcmi.com, click on news, on October 31st, 2019, this article entitled Acupuncture and Herbs Rival Drug for Restless Leg Syndrome appears. So you can take a look, get a close-up view. Note that the Jaji points also benefit the uterus, uh, used a lot to treat the bladder, large intestine, and small intestine channels. I find that adding Sushan Sung or other points to relax the brain are also very helpful. Restless leg syndrome people tend to not get a lot of sleep, which can cause mental restlessness, and that will help restore some of those issues. So we may be treating for insomnia as well. Think of herbs like the Lungu and Muli, but also acupuncture points like Anmian, Liver 3, Heart 7, uh, Daling PC7, or Neguan PC6, things like that. What's nice and what's kind of fun in this article is we add a special section on the history of the great 
Eastern Han Dynasty physician Huato, who is credited with developing the Huato Jaji points, often called Jaji points, but the full name being Huato Jaji points, really named after Huato, who is also known for the Wuxin Shi Frolic of the Five Animals exercise system. So that was based on the deer, tiger, bear, ape, and crane movements. So this is fun because it's in the article. It gives a little history about this renowned surgeon from the Eastern Han Dynasty. Huato is credited with the development of abdominal surgery and an herbal general anesthetic, the Ma Fei San. So that's translated as cannabis boil powder. So this was consumed prior to surgical procedures to induce sleep. It's a combination of alcohol, cannabis, and datura. So this is very strong. Huato administered this prior to removing abdominal tumors, followed by cleaning the area, suturing, and then applying a medicinal paste to the region. So he was using um, antiseptics. He was very concerned about the cleanliness of the wound and the proper healing of the wound. So we may not have called it germs back in the day in the Eastern Han Dynasty, but we would call it heat and toxins. So they were fully aware of germs and the issue of it and just had a different terminology for it. We didn't have microscopes to look at things like spirochetes or any other type of streptococcus or what have you. Those hadn't been identified at that time as far as we know, but we did know about this type of reaction due to bacterial infection and Huato was early on using different herbs for cleaning the area and anesthesia. So, you know, these have a very strong properties. You know, you're, you're dealing with alcohol, cannabis, and the Torah, and he'd knock them out and take out the tumors. So kind of interesting history we add in there since the Huato G points were used for the RLS syndrome. We gave a little bit of history in there, which is just good to share a little Chinese medicine history. So a lot of what Huato did was erased from history due to one of the rulers of the time who had a disagreement with Huato and consistent with behavior of some warlords and such at the time, they they did execute Huato for... Uh, I believe the story goes that he wouldn't treat him or did treat him. One story goes he wouldn't treat him. He said it was untreatable uh, and, uh, because it was in the brain. The other was that he tried, but it failed. Regardless, uh, the ruler supposedly felt that Huato was trying to kill him with a medical procedure or suggesting one. And it was a little bit of paranoia going on there, uh, which is not unusual. And there always has been, with court physicians and such, a little bit of intrigue and such. With people were getting poisoned and things like that throughout history, so paranoia was not unusual. It was also not uncommon for physicians to be executed for either not healing someone or being overall ineffective in some way. So that's consistent with the history. So all of Huato's books were pretty much burned. Some animal husbandry type surgeries were preserved, but pretty much all of the surgical procedures that he developed were destroyed and the books were burned. So I'm not a big fan of book burning. Look, look what was lost in those scrolls. 
Nonetheless, we can credit Watteau as founding a lot of surgery, a lot of the acupuncture points we use today, and of course the great Watteau Jaji points used here for RLS, highly effective in not only relaxing the spine, but also the channels coming down through the legs. We get pretty good result for RLS, so then people can get better sleep. This particular study does use as one of its measures of success the Pittsburgh Sleep Quality Index, the PSQI, and indeed people to get better sleep. So that's great. What I like most of all is that compared with the drug therapy, you're getting that that lower adverse effect rate, which is basically minimal adverse effects whatsoever. And one of the adverse effects, the drowsiness, that can be anticipated with acupuncture on occasion. So if a patient is really, really relaxed, which is not unusual with acupuncture, uh, I'll have them wait in the treatment room, maybe rest on the table, or if they get up, have them sit in the chair. Sometimes they get back to the reception area and they still feel tired. We encourage them to relax in the reception area. And then I tell them, if you're still tired and sleepy from the treatment, because acupuncture can have an almost hypnotic and deeply restful experience associated with it. It can sometimes evoke old memories, bring on visual hallucinations. Sometimes people find themselves back, let's say, in the bedroom of their youth or what have you. We do get very interesting experiences that people report uh, and with a kind of euphoria and deep relaxation that it induces. Then I also encourage people by the time they get to their car, if you're still feeling a little bit drowsy or out of it, recline the seat, put on some music, relax, take as long as you want, all the way from the reception area to the car. Because yes, acupuncture can induce a deep, deep relaxing state. And sometimes the more tension that is in someone then the more that the relaxing state will set in. It's a wonderful thing. It's a nice thing. But now, of course, if it gets to the level of dizziness, which it did not cause here, then the treatment needs to be modified for future. If the patient is very weak, cannot handle a strong treatment, we can back down. So acupuncturists, let's say instead of using a 32-gauge needle or a 34-gauge needle, might go with a very fine 38-gauge or 40-gauge or something like this, or less points, less stimulation. Uh, that way, dizziness is not induced. That typically incur, occurs in people who have not slept at all, who have not eaten before treatment, who are constitutionally very weak, and uh, maybe have a high degree of tension or stress. So, But even that is typically momentary. In this case, none were reported, and acupuncturists can simply take care not to do heavy stimulation at the needle site to prevent that. But the drowsiness can come on. It can actually be a little bit pleasant for some people. I always call it the acupuncture vacation when you get a treatment. Something to look out for. There was one case of nausea. Um, That's atypical. Usually acupuncture is good for reversing nausea entirely. So in the case of most cases of morning sickness, in some cases of chemotherapy nausea and other types of nausea, Usually the simple application of acupuncture at pericardium 6 is, uh, neguan is enough to abate or in some way mitigate nausea, if not completely eliminate it almost immediately. So that's kind of interesting. 
there, I know there is uh, one product that is successful at mimicking the effects of acupuncture and controlling nausea. And I, I think the brand name of it, I believe, is Relief Band. And that is an FDA-approved device. So it's an electronic, looks like a wristwatch. And it does work. So if people go, uh, for example, on boating, it was originally designed for morning sickness, but it's used mostly for people doing boating outings. And what I have found, and I've done this myself, when I go out several hours on a boat, I bring at least one, two, three of these things. And if you put it over PC6, basically you wear it like a watch, but it's directly over PC6, which is approximately two sun or two inches above the wrist crease, you know, proximal to the wrist crease on the ventral side of the forearm. That will send little pulses through the median nerve there and prevent nausea. It's very effective, so I highly recommend it for people. Pregnant women could technically wear it as well, which it was originally developed for, and it will work. But the other types that uh, are non-electronic, uh, non-FDA-approved devices, I find are ineffective, or simply using acupressure there is ineffective. Whereas the relief band does get that nice effect. It's great if you are traveling on a boat. So highly recommend it. Of course, we wouldn't want to be on a boating trip and have to, on a, a rocky boat, apply acupuncture. That would not be an ideal situation. But it does work. So that's also an interesting aside. I hope you enjoyed this article on the treatment of RLS. Take a look. Again, just go to healthcmi.com. Look for the article entitled Acupuncture and Herbs, Rival Drug for Restless Leg Syndrome. If you like our podcast, please leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Adam White, licensed acupuncturist. Until next time, we'll uh, look forward to having you again at our podcast, www.healthcmi.com.